I don't know. Maybe they'll take this up to the Supreme Court. We'll see. Uh, maybe the First Liberty Institute will be involved in that fight as well. They're mm. they're involved in so many. Uh, basically, whenever your religious uh, freedom is protected, uh, these guys are involved. And right now, court packing is a huge issue that is going on. You, you didn't think that Joe Biden was just going to let this one go. Uh, no. Uh, AOC is not letting this one go either. The left is trying to plan uh, a way to get four new liberal justices to the Supreme Court. You think the Texas decision recently uh, motivated them a little bit? Thankfully, the good folks at First Liberty Institute, a national nonprofit law firm, is taking a stand for you and your rights. Uh, They are demanding that the Biden commission reject the whole court packing scheme. And they now have about 100,000 patriots just like you on their side. Join them in their fight uh, right now. Uh, sign your name next to these leaders uh, September by September 15th. It's SupremeCoup.com, SupremeCoup.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. As I was in the Middle East, what, two weeks ago? Last week? I don't even remember now. Um, And I was watching the chaos at the gates. I thought about Benghazi the whole time. Where are our aircraft? Why don't we just just strafe that? Just no guns, nothing. Just take that thing on full afterburners and just disperse that crowd. Why why are we doing that? Where, Where is... Where's any thinking? It's exactly the same situation in many ways, I feel, that happened with the State Department in Benghazi. Well, one of the guys that was on the ground in Benghazi and was left behind uh, is Mark Geist. He's known as Oz. If you saw the movie 13 Hours, he's going to be joining us next because he is doing work now in Afghanistan. If the government won't do it, well, then private citizens will. We're joined by Oz in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. There are decent real estate agents. There are bad real estate agents. And then there are agents who come from the real estate agents I trust.com company, which is my company. I, you know, I mean, you're not going to be surprised who I would go with. Um, I was frustrated in the past. I don't know how to interview agents. I don't know what the right questions are. I, I mean, you just... Somebody says, hey, there's a good real estate agent. You invite them in. They look at your house and they sit down and they tell you a bunch of stuff and you're not really listening. And you're like, when can I sell the house? I mean, what's it going to take? That's how most of us deal with real. That's stupid. That, that This is our biggest investment, most likely in your lifetime. Our agents are the best in the business. They know all the best practices. They're going to help you build and manage a team of precisely the sort of people you need to get you through both the buying and the selling process. Not only in one piece, but at the top of the game. We vet our agents carefully. We monitor their progress. Believe me, the end of the day, you're going to be glad you went with realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a free service to you. You want to find the people we think are the best in your area, whether you're moving across the street, across uh, the state, or across the country. The name says it all. realestateagentsitrust.com. realestateagentsitrust.com. 
The Benghazi Annex security team member, the founder of Shadow Warriors Project, and now uh, heading up some evacuation efforts in Afghanistan, the one and only Mark Geist, known as Oz. Hey, Mark, how are you, man? Good. How are you? <laughs> I am good. I am. Uh, unfortunately, I thought of you and Benghazi while the the just the chaos was happening at the Kabul airport. How similar did that did that give you any flashbacks? Any kind of feeling like, oh boy, they're doing it again? You know, it did. Um, and and what really kind of hit home um, as it was progressing was. I thought back to the people who were in charge of mm-hmm. our government at that time and the in charge of the state department were, you know, ambassador, uh, rice. I mean, those same people are now doing the same thing once again, and they didn't learn from the first time where they failed to do what was right and to send help and the appropriate help instead of always trying to do this. Uh, I kind of call it that, uh, uh, fish handshake with everybody yeah um and that's their approach to foreign policy is we're going to shake your hand and we're going to try to you know negotiate it out when you're dealing with a group of people who um do not negotiate they believe in power they believe in strength and they believe in force and that's the enemy that we have at our gates in afghanistan and now because of the way we pulled out of there I believe we have to be ready for it here at home because we have a southern border that's not secure. Jeez. Lindsey Graham said the other day he thinks we're going to have to go back into Afghanistan because he said this is going to be the center of global terrorists. And I mean, we've only made them stronger and things are going to start happening around the world and here that he thinks we'll be back within five years. I think we'll be back within the next 45 to 90 days. Holy cow. Why do you say that? I just think with the way that we have pulled out, that we didn't leave any type of uh, agreement. We didn't force them to come to the table with and be accountable to not just America and Americans, but to the world as a whole. And now we're trying to treat the Taliban who we forced out through, um, through, I mean, through combat out of, Afghanistan and we've allowed them back and now we're treating them as the official government when truly the official government is still fighting up in the Panjir Valley at least hope they hope hopefully, hopefully they still they are. are to this day um, our weapons are being used against them um, and so they're having a hard time standing but they are still standing um, why do you say we'll go back in I mean it's the same people that got us out and I mean what is going to change at the Pentagon, State Department, White House, what do you see coming that would change that? I think what's going to happen, what is going to happen from Afghanistan itself and with what's going on there um, behind the scenes and what we're going to what we won't see until we have brave Afghans who are going to get information out about what truly is the Taliban is going to be doing to people. Right. And I think it's going to be so horrendous that it's going to require the the world to stand up and take heed of what it is, what's going on there. In some ways, I hope you're right. I, I mean, I don't want to go back in there, but uh, I mean, I don't know if you heard about the police officer, the female police officer that was pregnant 
in front of her 13 year old 12 13 year old boy um she was brutally killed and then they cut her brain out uh with knives and screwdrivers in front of him and the world is not really paying attention just not paying attention and that's i'm i can guarantee you not an isolated incident no not at all and you know we have american citizens who in essence are being held hostage by the taliban in moza sharif i mean you know that we have airplanes up there there are airplanes i think the nazarene project through you mm-hmm. have helped fund that yeah. are being held and restricted and you know, it's and those people are that are manifested for those flights are American citizens and they're not being allowed to leave and we're not doing anything. And we have a president who's on vacation and we have a vice president who's trying to campaign for Gavin Newsom, who has run California into the ground. We're talking to uh, Mark Geist, known as Oz. He was a part of the Benghazi, uh, Benghazi Annex security team. Um, you might remember him from the movie uh, 13 Hours. Uh, a remarkable, remarkable story. He is now helping with uh, evacuation efforts in Afghanistan. Uh, so you say, and I know, and we both know, there are plenty of Americans we, we have left behind. There is nothing more dishonorable uh, than what we have done in Afghanistan. Losing is one thing. Being dishonorable in our loss is entirely a different thing. Um, tell me what you're doing in Afghanistan. Um, so my nonprofit is called Shadow Warriors Project, and it came out of what happened to me and in um, Benghazi. And, uh, you know, as private security contractors, um, we have a workman's comp policy when we get injured or killed and that's it. Uh, my pay stopped the day I left, uh, the country of Libya, which was on September 12th. Um, Jeez. and we, we started this because we have in the past 20 years, we've had over 5,000 private military contractors killed over 30,000 injured in the war on terror. And, They've had to depend on a workman's comp policy and no one's there to have their back. And especially those who are in the security side of things that are facing the day-to-day threats, just as our military are. And um, we wanted to make sure that they didn't struggle when they got injured or killed. They didn't have to worry about that. And that's what really started our program. And since then, over the last uh, seven years, we've really grown um, where we have a lot of different apparatus. We have a canine program where we get service dogs to both contractors and veterans um, a lot of times they're one and the same. And then we have a canine therapy program where we bring in eight to 12 combat vets, pair them. Uh, mm-hmm. We introduce them to Christ. We pair them with the dogs for a week. We use the dogs to teach them how to manage their anxiety and stress. And then we have peer to peer counseling. And, and that's kind of the crux of our, that's our foundation. But then when Afghanistan um, went awry, we knew that we had contractors that were overseas that were stuck there. And so we wanted to get involved and we've partnered with uh, a lot of different veteran service organizations because we knew that the government wasn't going to be there. I mean, we've all experienced that before. So we have partnered with other groups and are working tirelessly every day to uh, 
since it started to get um, people out. And luckily, through our connections that we've had with other military personnel, our experience that we've gained over the last 20 years of fighting this enemy, we've been very successful. Can you can you tell me, because I was reading about it, and it says um, uh, we're partnering with other veteran service organizations in deconflicting and supporting each other in assisting uh, American citizens, green card holders, pastors, missionaries, as well as Afghan allies from being left behind. What do you mean deconflicting? Well, is making we're help coordinating who's working in um, different areas, so we're not um, wasting time or resources by having uh, multiple groups doing the same thing, trying to help with connecting the right people to each other that can help support one another instead of be working in areas that would cause um, consternation between them just with uh, surrounding countries with coordinating with other countries where we can get the refugees into uh and you know we've done this pretty much without the help of any government groups whatsoever it's just american citizens who have worked with the government and military personnel who are now veterans that uh saw a need and i mean um, it's very similar. I, I call it Operation uh, Dunkirk in a sense. Is uh, it's exactly you know, right. It's it's um, it's people taking care of those that are getting left behind. You know, I was talking to uh, Emily Miller about a half an hour ago, and she said she hopes that the people of Afghanistan see, and I think the rest of the world needs to see it, especially our enemies. Don't confuse our government with the people. The people are not disorganized. The people get things done. We still are the roll our sleeves up and get the damn job done, no matter what the odds. It's our government that has given up on really not just the people left behind, but I think given up on America. They, you know, Biden doesn't even have the agreement in Kosovo is uh, coming up here in the next couple of uh, weeks. He didn't even they're not even engaged on it. The last president worked really hard to get a peace agreement there. It's coming up. We're not even engaged. It's like they've given up on America being anything other than a has-been. And I can agree with you more. I mean, it's, you know, we've given up on Afghanistan. And like you said, we're giving up on Kosovo and, and Eastern Europe. Um, all for the sake of what? I mean, Right. For the sake of money, for the sake of, you know, like Afghanistan, we left behind not only the people we've left behind and we left behind. It's estimated anywhere between nine hundred billion and two point four trillion dollars in precious minerals that are instrumental in building circuit boards and computer equipment and communications equipment and all sources I've talked to, the Chinese are in there already trying to make deals. The Russians are already back in there. Um, I have no doubt that the uh, Russian intel services, the GRU, are um, assisting. We, we've had operators going in trying to help that say they have seen the Russians on the ground. And uh, today the story broke that China is looking at Bagram as a, uh, as a destination for all of their you know, heavy equipment, if you will. <laughs> well, and why would you not? I mean, Bagram sits in a, in a, in probably the most defensible place in Afghanistan. Um, you've got the high ground, you've got multiple runways. It's a large facility 
and why we didn't um, at least blow it up. That is our at, at a minimum that, but start yeah. before that, Glenn. Oh, is, I know. Why didn't we use that as our area of helping get out right. all the Afghans? And we, we the still could be flying. We still could be flying the Great Tails out of that Air Force Base. Easy. Yes. Easy. And and we wouldn't have had to put un, unvetted people into America. We yep. wouldn't have had to need the use or the support of other countries because Bagram's big enough. We could have isolated people that want to come to America. Yep. We could have went random through the terror database. We could have done everything that needed to be done. And I mean, I hate to talk about what could have been done, but we have to look at what could have been done to understand why we're in the mess we're yes. in. Yes. Um, Mark Geis, um, you can follow him at markgeis.com uh, or Mark Geis SWP, that Shadows Warrior Project. Uh, any way we can help you, Mark, with what you're doing, I, I can't thank you enough for what you guys are doing on the ground. You know, the thing right now is we've got people that are, we have people in um, safe houses. We've got American citizens and green card holders that we are trying to get out. Um, you know, it's we'd love to help get all the others out, and we're going to continue with that as well. Well, I, right now it's flights <laughs> that we need to get out of here. I know. And uh, as soon as our planes start to fly, we have four on the tarmac now. We're waiting for the State Department to get the hell out of our way. And uh, we've got 10 others lined up. So I, I hope we can uh, partner with you in any way that we can just to help people. Thank you so much, Mark. Hey, Glenn, thank you so much. You bet. God bless. Smart guys, otherwise known as Oz, if you saw the movie, um, 13 Hours. I want to talk to you for a minute about AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. This group is now over 2 million members strong and growing, and that is really important. Because remember, at the, at the height, I think uh, the NRA had 5 million members, and they carried a very big stick. Uh, and now we're halfway there with AMAC, and these are people that are guarding our country they stand for the same values you're going to get the benefits you know that you'll get from other you know uh senior uh citizen or uh, uh you know mature american citizen groups you'll get the same benefits um insurance discounts travel benefits blah 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 but these people are actually on the floor and doing the hard work, they played a significant role in stopping the passage of uh, House Resolution 1, which was going to change our election laws. They're doing the same thing for the Senate passage of House Resolution 4, another terrible federal takeover bill. Join AMAC today. Let your voice be heard and felt. Join AMAC for the advocacy, the benefits, the information. But join because America needs you right now. AMAC.us slash Beck. AMAC.us slash Beck. AMAC.com. I'm sorry. AMAC.us slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. Tonight, we are looking back 20 years ago to the modern generation's Pearl Harbor. 9-11, but we're not going to look back the way we usually look back to the tragedy alone. We're also going to be showing things that our kids don't even know. Things like you didn't have airport security. You just could walk to the gate. You didn't have grandma getting, you know, a cavity search. 
You didn't have the federal government spying on you. We didn't have the Patriot Act. We didn't have any of these things. America has dramatically changed. Now, with what we've done in Afghanistan, what is what does that mean? And and we're planning on doing an Obama 2.0 in Iraq. We're planning on doing the same thing now that we did in Afghanistan in Iraq, pulling our troops out. This is this is a nightmare. No, it's not just a nightmare. It's Biden's Middle East chaos, our dangerous path to the next 9-11. That's what it is. Tonight, Blaze TV at 9 p.m. Eastern. Join the family. Join us at Blaze TV for tonight's episode. Um, it follows another amazing episode of Stu. Right after Stu does America. Thank you, Stu. Appreciate it. Every night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Only on Blaze TV and YouTube and podcast and Pluto TV. <laughs> but only there. Only there. Only there. Hey, by the way, uh, you know, the first thing the Taliban did was uh, open up the prisons and release people from prisons, which is weird uh, because that is strangely what the the Gavin Newsom people did during (laughs) COVID. Uh, And uh, and and then uh, one of the people uh, that was freed by Kamala Harris in Minnesota has just been charged with murder. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of your fault, Kamala. No, 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 it wasn't. Definitely not. Yeah. Except entirely. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think our our negotiation patterns of late, over the past few years, which have included many prisoner release uh, Mm -hmm. options Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. with terrorists. Working good. Uh, Not not, not a good idea. Well, no, we, yes, we got, uh, what's his name out? The, uh, the guy who, you know, got people killed. We searched over and over and over again for a long time. Mm -hmm. And he was actually helping the terrorists. Yeah. Um, we traded him for four people that I remember fighting hard going, don't do this. Uh, and, uh, one of them has a $5 million bounty on his head because he's a Really nasty, nasty terrorists. Thousands have been released. Uh, yeah. And the good part is a lot of them are finding, you know, people are saying you can't reform them. Well, they're getting new jobs in the new Taliban government. It's so great, they isn't are it? getting back on their feet, yeah, which is great that's to great. see. Well, that's anything we can do to help. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, I'm not wild about the idea of having to trade in my dollars for digital dollars. And I don't know, getting... What, 40% of it back when I do? That's coming. That is coming. If you look in history, it's happened before. In history, it's not just that history repeats itself. It is repeating itself. Please invest just a portion of what you have into precious metals. How much? I don't know. But that's where your homework comes in. Call Goldline today and just find out information and take advantage of their weekly special on the extremely popular $5 Indian coins. These are the gold Indian coins. Due to overwhelming interest, Goldline is expending, uh, extending their special on the coins and giving you free silver maple flex bar and a free one ounce silver Goldline branded bar with every tube of Indian coins purchased. These are great coins. Standing by to take your call now at 866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Do your own homework, see if it's right for you, but please act now. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 
There's a new Glenn Beck TV show on Blaze TV. Right after a brand new Stu Does America. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. <laughs> So I was driving in my wife's car last week, and um, she had it connected to her phone. And uh, as we're driving, I I hear this come up in the in the playlist, and it was in the background. Uh, at where the first. hell my phone? Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my Where the hell my phone? Was huh? about this point, huh? I said, oh, "Hang on, uh, where the hell my phone? Turn this up." Where the hell my phone? And I turned it up. Where the hell my phone, huh? How I'm supposed to get home? Okay, 215 oh and the lights come on. <laughs> Where my phone? Looking okay, around stop like for a second. Don't go back. Just stop there for a second. This was at the point where I turned it down quickly and I said, what the hell is this? And she said, it's not mine. It's Cheyenne's. And I said, our daughter is listening. This, that makes it worse. Oh, much uh, worse. Much worse. Mm-hmm. Much worse. Because uh, where is her phone? I mean, you probably purchased the phone for her. Yeah, and if and she is think- thinking this much about where her phone is, that's right. a huge problem. And uh, and and so my wife said, I, I, I don't know if I've ever heard this. And I said, you don't know? Because once you hear it, you can't unhear it. Continue. Looking where my homies went. Where the hell my homies went? Where the hell my homies went? How I'm supposed to get home? How I'm supposed to get how am I Now, see, okay, all right, see, now he's going to stop. You are going to, <laughs> you and your whitey, white, white attitude. Oh, my gosh. You're used to hearing everything because you're white. Uh, right. You know, you, you, you accept the, the sounds and the rhythm of the great bard. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, you know, your beloved whitey Shakespeare. Right. Uh, and you're just you're looking down on this because it's not Shakespeare or so you think, because Shakespeare said a rose by any other name is still a rose. And this rose Lizzo has called where the hell my phone. But for a whitey white man with whitey white ears, honky ears, really, uh-huh. um, if I may reframe it. Mm-hmm. So you can really understand it and like it. Let me rephrase so it. Let you me, can get me. I can on board get you to like it because you only don't like it because she's black. Uh, that's not true. Well, um, oh yeah, but, well, yeah. Watch, watch. Because okay, I like to call this Robert Frost meets Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> Whitey white boy. We're known on this program for our art. Our mm-hmm. deep look into architecture, opera, and origami. Uh, and and so, that 13 part origami series was quite an accomplishment. The Glenbeck program is now mm-hmm. proud to present Where to Hell, My Phone. Where to Hell, My Phone? Where to hell my phone? Where to hell my, where to hell my phone? Huh? How am I posed to get home? Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my, where the hell my phone? Huh? How am I posed to get home? Okay. 
2.15 and the lights come on. Where the hell my phone? Looking around like, where my phone? Looking where my homies went. Where the hell my homies went? Where the hell my homies went? How am I supposed to get home? How I'm posed to get home? Walking home with my feet on sore. Walking home with my feet on sore. What the hell these Louboutins for? What the hell these Louboutins for? Walking home and it's damn near four. Walking home and it's damn near four. What the hell these Louboutins for? What the hell these Louboutins for? Yeah, I was getting it. Looking real cute. Up in the club, man. How do you do? Hair ain't a don't. Hair is a do. Oh, he fine. What up with you? Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my, where the hell my phone? Duh. How am I supposed to get home? Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my phone? Where the hell, where the hell my phone, huh? How am I supposed to get home? Ooh, unlock that. All up in my contacts. Who unlock that all up in my contacts? Who unlock that all up in my contacts? Who unlock that all up in my contacts? Oh my God, why? There you go. That is wow, that the beautiful, beautiful Robert Frost meets the Dukes of Hazard. The great Lizzo. And where the oh, hell is my phone? And the audience. A later tonight than I was on the yeah. clapping. <laughs> that, you know, I will say, I did like your version better. I don't think that proves racism. I think but it I does. did like I your, your version much better. I think it does. I, the problem with it, because you, you talked about the, the poetic nature of the lyrics, mm-hmm. and lyrics in this particular case only meant two there seemed to be only about two things she said in the entire song mm. she was walk. she's wondering where her phone was and then she was walking she, her shoes she hurt. starts at 2 15 uh-huh. she's still walking at four she's got long very walk. uncomfortable yeah, or shoes. she's slow which i would guess the latter but it only been two she, blocks well she a- wore the wrong <laughs> shoes she right. wore louboutin mm. which what are they for not apparently for walking Now, I would like to just point out, I believe there are some poor life choices happening here in this song. Really? Yeah. In what way? Well, first of all, I don't know if you caught this. She lost her phone. When? In the song? In the song. She she should have talked about that. It would have been an interesting thing to discuss. she's looking for it. She's like, hey, guys, has anybody seen my phone? My dad didn't give me a quarter to call for a ride. Mm-hmm. Okay. A huge problem with dads huge these problem. days. Fatherhood huge is going down problem. the tubes. It is. It is. So she's like, hey, where the heck is my iPhone? Or her cellular. Her cellular. Device. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how am I supposed to get home without that? Now, as a dad, I would say, first, poor life choice. You uh, should always have a backup. You should always have a quarter 
in case you need to use a payphone. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Um, which you'll find in almost every corner. almost every corner now. There's a payphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should have another, you know, ride lined up for you. Um, and then it's two fifteen. Lights come on. Where my phone? Another bad choice. Two fifteen. That's. Nothing good happens after 2.15 and I, I, or I, before 2.15. I you mean, should be home. I may not be as cool as Lizzo, mm-hmm. but I have been to uh, many bars when they close. The lights don't come on at 2.15. They come on before the top of the hour when the mm-hmm. bars close, like mm-hmm. right five minutes before the closing. Yeah. Usually in the bars that I'm at, they play closing time by Semisonic. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> That's usually yeah. what happens. Yeah. Well, but they don't play it at two fifteen. There's no yeah. bar that turns on the lights at two fifteen. That's not well, a thing. when they turn the lights on. That's when she can't find her phone. So, honey, I think maybe somebody stole it from you. Okay. Right. Uh, Very possible. And then she says, "Where my homies went." I don't know if they are your homies. Another life choice that you should reevaluate. Mm-hmm. If your homies leave you at the bar and it's 2:15 and your phone is missing perhaps one of your homies stole your phone and no homie is really your homie if they leave you a woman behind someplace it seems it might be in a disreputable neighborhood well, that's um, not clear by the song at all glenn i wonder why you would assume something well like that that's a wait hold on let's focus on that for just a moment why do you think it's in a bad neighborhood i don't understand well i just (laughs) just because phones are being stolen all over the phones are being stolen it's 2 (laughs) 15 she's walking home Uh you know but you could walk home in a nice neighborhood at 2 15 and she is wearing louboutins so (laughs) so it's a very very nice neighborhood neighborhood. Mm -hmm. she's wearing what what are those about 700 shoes Oh, yes. yeah, oh, I'm getting the look from Sarah like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's for baby shoes. Mm. So it's a very nice neighborhood. So does she um, explain at any point how she's supposed to get home? Uh, no, she doesn't. Okay. She doesn't. But she does say what the hell these Louboutins for. Mm. Now, again, life choices, probably a less expensive shoe. It's a more sensible uh, choice. Would have given you at least that quarter to call for help uh you know what i mean that's a good point and and, and glenn i don't know much about louboutins but are they built for comfort are they built no they're really not no they're not no they're not you wouldn't know enter a marathon they are they are specifically made to make your legs look uh, i guess longer and slimmer right uh (laughs) i think they are just to uh, show off the red on the bottom of the shoe so all of the chicks know this is a really mind-numbing, yeah. expensive shoe. And not a, not necessarily <laughs> one that's built for any sort of transportation of a Lizzo's No, it doesn't drive you. It person. doesn't. It's not a hoverboard. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. Uh, it does also, though, alert uh, boys that if you like her legs because of those shoes, it's going to cost you in the end mm. a lot of money. You're, you're, lot you're of money. communicating the maintenance level is yeah, what you're doing with that. She says, mm. I was getting it. Mm. Do I even need to life choice? Was it her phone? I, I don't was know. Was she getting her phone? She said she was getting it looking real cute up in the club, man. Mm-hmm. How do you do? Then she says something that I don't even. Hair ain't a don't. Hair is a do 
This is the brilliance of, of, of modern songwriting. I think it is. This is what that is, is a terrible pun. And, and she, she'll win a Grammy for it. No, it's spelled D-O, not D-E-U. So D-E-U? Yeah, do. Oh, you guys don't remember dippity do. I don't. Oh, yeah. That's I don't know how hair. you spell hair, hair, yeah. hairdo. D-E-U? Uh, I, I think. Well, dippity do was spelled D-E-U. I don't, don't know. know. Is that hair? Is those, are those I don't related? know. I this don't is why know. we don't. Well, we don't hair ain't a don't. It is a do. Oh, he's fine. What's up with you? That was uh, one of those reaches, okay. the, you know, where you <laughs> where you look and like what rhymes would do. And then you think and you think and you think and you think and you go through all of them. And then you're like, you. But the hairdo. H-A-A-H-A. H A I R D O D O one word one word mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. look up dippity do find Why out when I, that what does that have to do yeah, well hairdo that dippity was hairdo do yeah. dippity do of course is uh, as you would of course know D I P P I T Y dash D O is it D O yes it's D O wow you are you know this is you are too fancy you live in those like upscale neighborhoods with the louboutins and the deus i do i Mm -hmm. you know i i bought the dippity do at a shoppy uh double p and an e at the Mm -hmm. end okay uh so i spent (laughs) twice the amount of money so what happened to her phone what Uh, she never finds it she never found her phone no i oh oh no oh no i never made it to the end of the song (laughs) Well, because where the hell my phone, where the hell my phone, that's in the last stanza. Right. But she finds her phone. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, wait. We'll take a break, and I'll tell you where she finds it. Oh, I don't know if I want to know where she finds it. Oh, she finds it. Oh, no. A massive potential leak involving (laughs) Microsoft's Power Apps, which is a development tool for public websites and mobile apps, may have exposed as many as 30 mi- 38 million records, including social security numbers, addresses, phone numbers. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. Even your va- COVID-19 vaccine status. Isn't that great? Ah, what could go wrong? You cannot focus on all the things that are happening in the world. You can't. You're overwhelmed. I know it. I am. You can't prevent identity theft. You can't monitor all transactions at all businesses. But... You can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 25% off. LifeLock.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Where the hell my phone Lizzo lyrics. Uh, Stu just asked me, and I have not. I didn't make it all the way to the end of the. Uh, but she says, "Come on, we have the dramatic music." She says, "Yeah, and I seen that boy. Mm. Look at me. Thank you. Look at me. But I got annoyed because he bought me a drink for a dollar. Boy came over and he wanted to holla." Boy came over and wanted to holla. Boy came over and he wanted to holla. My song came on, so I hit the dance floor. Man, I lost my mm, phone. Walking home with my feet on sore. Walking home with my feet on sore. What the hell these Louboutins for? What the hell these Louboutins for? Walking home, it's damn near four. Walking home, it's damn near four. What the hell these Louboutins are for? 
I'm getting what there. Happened to the phone? Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my phone? I, How I, I'm supposed to get home? Stop asking. Just tell me where the phone is. Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my phone? Huh? How I'm supposed to get home? But you're holding it. Oh. Oh. She you're was, holding she's it. She's holding the phone the whole time. Oh. Where the hell my phone? Huh? How am I supposed to get? It's a bit anticlimactic. You you're know? holding it. How I'm supposed to get? But you're holding it. Oh. Isn't I mean, I feel like it's, it's a little like, anticlimactic. Like Bruce Willis saying, you know, he's there. And then the kid says, oh, Bruce Willis is alive. And I see him because he's alive. And that's how I see human beings. There's a couple of life lessons here okay. to be learned. Okay, yes. First of all, don't be a moron. Okay. Okay, that's that one of the be, lessons. Don't yeah. be a moron. Uh-huh. Uh, and lesson number two: never, ever listen to Lizzo. <laughs> Why? She yeah. found her phone. She well, she didn't. A computerized voice mm. found the an, phone for her. That was an epic journey. I it feel like really I just watched was. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so do I. Except this was longer. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck program.